Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I feel like this is the free version of what was that ska band called back in the day? I mean, there's a lot of ska Not like the one that everybody listens to. It's uh, about Real Big one? Fish. Yeah, uh, you're on to something, though. Keep going. A Mighty Mighty Bostones. Oh, yeah, Mighty yeah. Mighty Bostones. <laughs> what was the other one called? Real Big Fish? Real Big Fish was they another were, big one. Yeah, I, I like could, them. I could bump could, some Real Big Fish. Real, big, sure. Real Big's got a lot of really good yeah, songs. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's Chris. I'm it's too hip hop y, though, to be like Bostones or Real Big. Dog, I haven't played any of that stuff in 20 years. It's just kind of what I remember. I, I, listen, I listen to like ska like in the summer. I listen to old rap music. As frequently as I listen to new stuff. Like, I driving in, I was listening to Juvenile yeah. 400 Degrees. Oh, wow. That's a throwback. Yeah. That is a throwback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I used to not like the new stuff, but, like, I actually I actually do bump yeah. the new stuff now. Hit or you miss. Know. Yeah, it's, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Like. It's more miss than it is hit. And I would agree. And the old stuff just feels like a, more. It's like anything, right? Like, that was. Back in the day, that's what we listened to. So that's what we continue to listen to. But you can't tell me that some of these SoundCloud rappers are better than Juvenile 400 Degrees. Get Back in my day. I mean, I, but like, I would agree with I you. I love 2 Chains. 2 Chains no, is nothing great. against 2 Chains. <laughs> 2 Chains is great. Yeah. I love 2 Chains. 2 Chains is luxury yeah. rap, man. Saw 2 Chains. I love it. All right. Uh, give on. me a good trap beat anytime, man. But it, yeah, it depends on some of these guys. Are, like Playboy Cardi, I have no idea what he says in any of his songs. I wouldn't know Playboy Cardi if you want. He has like a, he has, you'll know, you'll know singing him, his stuff. You'll Too know him because he just, he's like literally, he, like if you, have, you, have you heard Earthquake by uh, Tyler, the creator? Should I say yes? Just say yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, if you've ever oh, like yeah. Cardi has a yeah. Cardi has a he has a verse on there and they don't so sick. Tyler doesn't even know the lyrics. It's the, the best. It's so sick. All right, let's not talk about a couple of these <laughs> other games because so yesterday we saw the Bills put it on New England. We've been talking like the Bills are this unbelievable football team, so I guess nobody's too surprised by that. Any surprise Cincinnati beating what a the officials just had such a hand in that game that I had to take two showers afterwards. Cincinnati ended up winning over Las Vegas 26 to 19 in that game. I guess not a big surprise, pretty much what I expected. Yeah, I mean, look, the Raiders weren't going to win that game. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Like, the Raiders would have been the one seed had they beat the Chiefs twice this year and the Chiefs didn't beat them. I know. It's like it's it's crazy it like how close the, it's crazy how, how close things are, but it's just like this this the Raiders were a team that Normally would be your your team that just barely get. I mean, they barely got in. They got. Uh, they needed help. They needed a lot of help, and they got that help. They're better than Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, better but than, like they're not that. They didn't. They Chargers. sure as hell didn't look like it against the Chiefs. Either the two Pittsburgh. times they played them this year, they beat the heck out of both of them. Yeah, like they just. Th- 
the Raiders are a team that is not like they're they weren't a real contender. Uh, I mean, this has to be like in the AFC. This has to be like one of the weakest, like weakest um, wild card lineups that we've seen well, as far they as they added a team of course yeah but like even though like even then like usually like the five and six will like give a little bit more fight than what we've seen Hopefully like new england was a nice game on paper on paper on, but on then the paper. patriots got knocked out in the first round yeah. like i <laughs> mean it was, it was yeah it was like it was it was like almost like that jorge masvidal and ben askren fight oh don't get me where going masvidal just threw that knee in maskren's face and it was that over as long. soon as it was over like seven seconds in like that's what it was it was the football equivalent of that and and like that is a is that's not very entertaining. I mean, even the the Raiders game, like you knew the Raiders weren't going to win that game. You knew they weren't going to win. They came in as like a four point, uh, maybe five point four, dog, yeah, something like that. And you knew they weren't going to win that game. Yeah, I mean, look, they're on the road. You knew they a were a team that was really hot. With you a quarterback knew they were that's, overmatched. It's white hot right now. Um, let's spin the wheels forward a little bit today. Coming up, in fact, as soon as we sign off at noon. Uh, Philadelphia on the road at Tampa. So Tampa's obviously favored in this game. They're the Super Bowl favorites along with the Chiefs co-favorites at the beginning of the year. Now there's like two or three teams that Vegas thinks has a better chance to come out of the NFC, including Green Bay. Tampa to me is is more vulnerable, I'll say, than they were, if that's a word, more vulnerable than they were a year ago. I don't think they have any problem with Philly coming up at noon. I think they absolutely put it on them. Like it's playoff time and it's Tom Brady. It's time to win. If they had like Godwin and... Antonio Brown, I'd agree with you. Touche. I would think that they would put it on them. Philly's also very Pittsburgh slash Raiders ish. Like that's yeah. not that's a, that's a bad team. That's a, that's a bad. I wouldn't say team. they're a bad team. A bad I'd say they're team. an eh. Like they're yeah. they're not a real contender. But like I don't really feel like the Bucks without Godwin because like the the reason why the Bucks won the Super Bowl last year is because they just had a gross amount of talent on their offense and the Chiefs' offensive line sucked. Yeah, it was terrible, just awful. And Patrick Holmes was running for his life. They they tried to get him killed in that game. But like they you know you had Godwin, you had Mike Evans, you had Antonio Brown, you had Rob Gronkowski, you had uh, Leonard Fournette, and you had Ronald Jones in your backfield. Like you had such you had such a gross amount of talent on your offense that uh, it made Tom Brady's job a hell of a lot easier. But now you don't have that because of injuries. So I mean, I I don't think this game is I don't I don't I don't think the Eagles are going to win this game. But I wouldn't count them out in this game either. So you think the line's about right? Tampa's an eight and a half point favorite. I mean, to be honest, if it's eight and a half, I might You're even Philly? I might even play Philly. You're nuts, man. Bro. I don't think Philly's going to win. I just emptied my I bank might... account all three dollars <laughs> and forty eight cents you put on all Tampa. All three dollars on yeah. this game. It's risky, bro. I'm feeling good about it. But like, I I don't feel like this is like one of those games where it like Tampa's going to clearly be much better than the Eagles. I think the Eagles could give them a really good game. Remember that Buffalo game yesterday against New England? You were saying oh, it was yeah. Mazadon. It was done in five seconds. Yeah, this is going to be done in two seconds. Like <laughs> this is going to be. 21 to 0 after the first is it quarter. Gonna, is it going to be yeah. McGregor and what was it? Tiago Alves or Silva or whatever. Jose it was. Aldo. Yeah. yeah. Jose Aldo. Yeah. I mean, Jose Aldo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that, yeah. Like that was, that, that was, that was real fast. It's not going to last a long time, man. I Maybe. Think Tampa, Tampa's going to run away with this game. Playoff time. They're at home. Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts. It just feels like, I don't know, Julio. I think Tampa absolutely rolls them up. Any. Other than the Chiefs-Pittsburgh game, this is probably the most lopsided game. Not knowing, right, no, hindsight being 2020, yesterday's games, this was the, the second game as far as like... For sure. Right. You look at it, and you're like, well, one team's going to destroy. The other team has no chance. Yeah. 
That's why I don't know why this line's not bigger. Slash why the Chiefs line a, is still so a pretty big, big line, man. That's eight, still, eight, not that's compared a, to the Chiefs. The Chiefs, are, line. the Chiefs line's five points more. I mean, that's just insane. Because me, the reason why is because tell me, tell me, tell me, be, please tell me because Tampa's missing a lot of talent. They are. They're relying on Scotty Miller to go out there and catch passes for okay, them. Okay, so they had good Scottie players Miller at the beginning had, of the year that aren't there. Philly never had good players. No, they got Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard. You okay. know, they got whoever the backup running back is because uh, my. <laughs> Miles Sanders always getting hurt. <laughs> Miles Sanders, yeah, exactly. I swear, uh, Miles Sanders, like, he, he twists an ankle. Something happens every couple weeks. Hey, watch out for that backup running back in Philly. Yeah, who that backup running back? Is that Gainwell? Is that Gainwell? There's like another guy. There's Gainwell and there's like another guy they're relying on. I think Gainwell, though, is like. I'll the, just start the naming old now. running backs in Philly. All right, but let's move like, on to other, uh, other NFC games. They have Jalen Rager, but they don't throw the ball to him. Oh, he can't catch the ball. He cannot catch the ball. He's awful. I've had Jalen Rager on uh, fantasy the last couple years, man. I was like, I'm never picking this dude sucks up again. He's trash. So you got Tampa and Philly coming up. That's like 53 minutes away from kickoff. Right after that, the afternoon game, San Francisco at Dallas. That's the meaty one for me. If you're going to play a road dog, if you're just going to say, I want the money line, take San Francisco plus 150. This should be a pick em game based on how both teams are playing. I like experience in the playoffs. I like coaching. One team has experience, has Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I'm not saying Jimmy is better than Dak Prescott. Of course, we're all going to take Dak Prescott. But when you really start checking the boxes, the experience goes to San Francisco. The coaching definitely goes to San Francisco. Dallas is at home, and it feels like Dallas, this is a game that they should win. All arrows point toward Dallas winning this game. The three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm telling you, man, San Francisco wins in a close one at the end, kind of like they did last week versus the Rams. San Francisco, Chris, has been playing playoff games like the Raiders, like teams like that, like Pittsburgh, for two months now. I think that San Francisco wins this game. It's close, but they win. I think the Cowboys win, but I think it'll be really close. And I'll say this. It would not shock me if the 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 Niners won their way to the Super Bowl. Really? It would not shock me. Dude, this team, well-coached, Kyle Shanahan, but they dude, they got a lot of talent on offense. Like, I, I really like Debo. I really like Ayuk. Um, obviously, Kittle. We know, we know what he can do. Um, you know, whoever the hell they're – because it seems like they have a new running back like every other week. Um, like, you know, whoever their running back is, he always happens to be good. And, I mean, look, Jimmy Garoppolo is your above-average quarterback. He's Alex Smith, basically, better weapons than than Alex had for most of his time in Kansas City. Um, they got a, a great defense. you got Bosa. Um, you've, you've got – a really, really like who was there? Warner in the in the in their linebacking core. Yeah. Good, def, you know, good defensive back. Um, they just seem to have a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball, and they 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 really know how to win those grind them grind them out games. It would not shock me if the Steelers made and not Steelers, but the 49ers won their way to the Super Bowl. It would be tough because you know that that NFC's got a lot of contenders in it. But the way they beat the Rams last week. And uh, the fact that they have beaten good teams, we've seen them do it, and injuries have kind of slowed them down uh, since they lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. I, I would not be shocked because of the coaching, because of the talent, if they went to the Super Bowl. I think the pass a little bit too difficult. Like you look yeah. at the Chiefs. It's pass, really difficult. Agreed. You'd it's be talking really about difficult. going on the road and beating Dallas. Then you're talking about going on the road and having to potentially face the Super Bowl champions from a year ago, the Buccaneers. Yeah. And then a team like the Rams, again, then you're going to go on the road. Yeah. Like that's... That's I, a tough I, I wouldn't take them in those games. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked if I, they got I, there. I don't know that they have enough 
firepower on the offensive side of, yeah, but of like the ball to overcome but their like defense. A, a Green Bay or a Tampa or yeah, something. Yeah, but, like, but the thing is, is their defense. Man. If you're going to talk their, yourself, their Julio, is, into a team in the NFC that's not Green Bay, who would it be? Because he's kind of talking me into San Francisco only because I'm looking at these other teams. I, it's probably Tampa, actually. It's you probably have, Tampa. You have to yeah, but even with but even there's not the same team that won the Super Bowl last year, though. That's no, my not. that's my problem with it. Is like this isn't the same Bucks team we saw go out there and do what they did against the Chiefs. No. Like this is a different team. This is a team that doesn't have as much punching power. And so for me, I think that this is a team could, that could very well get upset in the in the divisional round. Like I I I don't feel like this Buccaneers team is one that we we look at and we're like, yeah, that's a team that like for sure is going back to the Super Bowl. So, well, no, so they're, they're not even the favorite right now in the NFC no, alone. Green Bay is. So. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they just don't feel like they don't feel like it they are like the top the, the top guns out there. So even though even though they did win the Super Bowl and they got Brady still and he's still playing great. You're falling into the trap of Brady's done. Is that, no, is that I'm what not we're saying doing he's here? done. Is that I'm what not we're saying doing he's here? done. I'm just saying like because Counting of the lack Brady of, in the playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that because of the lack of the the fact that they don't have the gross amount of weapons that they had last year, I don't feel like they are the monster that they were last. Like last year, I I, I had the Bucks going to the Super Bowl all year long. Like even after the you know Tom Brady forgot it was fourth down against the Bears. Like I still thought that they were going to the Super Bowl, and like now they don't feel like they are that team. They still feel like they could get there, but I just, I think that there's a, I mean, there's a lot, I think there could be a lot of parody in the, in the NFC playoffs. They did win 13 games. So, yeah, yeah. But here's where I'm at. The most, they are an elite team in the most important position on the field. Uh, In the playoffs, of any team in the playoffs, right? At quarterback. Uh, Right? We've got Mahomes, Rodgers, and then Brady, right? You can put Rodgers ahead of, you know, MVP, he's going to be MVP this year, but you can't count out Brady. You can't count out Brady. There's no way, as far as the NFC goes, Brady and Rodgers. Those are the two best quarterbacks that are left. You can't discount that, man. I mean, the, that, that the, is the, the NFC is weird because all these teams are so Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Look at the like the Rams. Inconsistent. When the Rams yeah. are oh good, they're great. They're incredibly talented. The they got a coach like, that's been to the Super Bowl. I could keep going though. What Cardinals. about the Cardinals? The Cardinals yep. started off what nine and zero this year. We were like, yeah. oh, a couple more games. We're gonna have undefeated conference. The 49ers, they were just in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah. You want to talk about your Buccaneers? They were there five minutes ago. You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Been there, done that. MVP, one seed, bye. Like the NFC is much more wide open. Where you could convince me that something crazy happened, and if the Chiefs got there, it's oh my god, it's what the Cardinals or it's the Buccaneers again. You could convince me it's probably five different teams in the AFC. I'm having trouble figuring out why it's not going to be the Chiefs. So let's take a quick break on the other side. Based on tonight's game, the Chiefs win if they do what? Pittsburgh wins if they do what? Right here on 610 Sports Radio. Good Sunday morning to you. The playoffs are back, and Kansas City takes on Pittsburgh tonight. But first, got to take care of some real business. Were you being serious, Chris? You went 30 years of your life, and you just 31 years. 31, 31 years. years without catching a fish or going fishing at all. And uh, last summer, late last summer, I, I, I caught Why does not fish. being able to swim 
mean that you couldn't go fishing. Like it's not like you have to go. Because oh, I didn't. I, you I'm know not that you're I, on the shore was, of the boat was, or the dock. No, or, no not mutually. Yeah, you're not in the no, water. With I just don't fish. mess with the water like that. Like but I. But you're not messing. I can see if you don't want to go only, on a water the slide. The only time I get in the water is when I hop ski. in the shower. What about a good bubble bath? I don't do bubble bath. What about the kiddie pool? I, I didn't mess around with the kitty. What about like a, a a good hot springs? You know, just a natural no. None of this stuff. You just avoid the water. Never been no, to the ocean. I, like, no, I've never been to the ocean. The furthest I've been away from Kansas City is Denver. So wow, we didn't do a lot of traveling growing more, up. Man. That, now that that's actually impressive. Be thirty one years old. I don't, haven't been. That's, I don't the know, furthest, a, that's the furthest. That's the furthest west. That's the furthest. There's not a whole lot of traveling. I'm oh, saying. that's impressive. That is <laughs> <laughs> impressive or depressing. I mean, I've never been out of the country. I, I thought mean, that was bad. I, I mean, he's I've, barely been out of the state. <laughs> I mean, he made it into Colorado, but he's not that a, far. He's got a two-state radius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been to Iowa and I've Nebraska. No, two that's state you're radius. still within your two states. Yeah, as I'm saying that, that, like I said, Denver's the farthest I've been. We drove, wow. and I was like, that's, that you was a, a terrible decision. You need a culture in your life, my man. For I mean, real. I'm good. That's my, a good city to go I will to, say though. this. My, my girlfriend's, like, really trying to get me cultured. Well, She's t- like, we're doing take a lot you like of Dallas doing, or somewhere far. We're, we're doing a lot of stuff that I'd normally. We're going to Minnesota, baby, for the weekend. <laughs> She's playing like we talked about, like going to Chicago and Florida. I think Fun we're talking city. about. Going, I think we're talking about going to Florida. Florida later this year. Wait, well, so have far. you even flown on an airplane before? Never. never. Wow. What never are we opening here? <laughs> Unbelievable. What, what box are we opening right now? I, it, it blows my mind. <laughs> I'm baffled. <laughs> Are you scared to fly? Like when no, you go, is it going to no. be like? Is this something that you've been looking forward to? No, just, I'm, not, I'm what, not. I mean, I don't like heights, but I've never been like. A, I'll, I'll, I think I'll be fine on a what plane. a turn of events. Seriously, I, I think I'll be okay on. I, it. I, I just got, never had a reason to fly. Yeah, but I got a lot of like, I think people that I'll consider friends and acquaintances. Just people that I know. Let's say that are over the age of thirty. I genuinely believe you're the only one that falls in that category I, that's never been on. An I just don't. Right? I, well, first off, I didn't have time to travel a lot over the years because I was always working a day Excuses. job and then working Excuses. here on the weekends and you know we have holidays we used to have to host on the holidays so I was like where am I gonna go I hear excuses Scar- uh, where am I gonna sc- go? scariest flight I was ever on and the only time I've ever been on a private plane so Nick Schwartz, who's gonna be on the microphone coming up next used to be my intern back in the day when I hosted Rock Chalk Sports Talk in Lawrence KU was playing Duke. It was the Andrew Wiggins season and Joel Embiid and the game. The Rock. The, that was the, my last season as a as a Jayhawks fan. Was, you haven't missed tons. Of that was my last. That was the that was the year that caused me to quit being a Jayhawks fan. So and we're and he goes. So I was I need to fly out there and I wanted to go to watch the uh, what's it called the Champions Classic. Yep. It was at the United Center in Chicago. And Nick, he's got like some rich uncle or whatever. Hope he's not mad that I'm telling this story. He's gonna he, run in here and try just to just what the hell are you what stop are you doing? stop son. So he goes. Hey, man, uh, I know you're having trouble getting a flight. I'm taking a private flight out there with my family. You just want to jump on the plane. And I'm like, what? Whoa, whoa, wait, he's got what? He's got he's got private he's got, plane I don't think that his uncle like owns that? the plane. I think that his uncle like catered the plane. But still, connections yes. like that. We don't, me, you combined, Julio. We empty our bank accounts. We couldn't do this. So we still got a couple of loans. So, yeah, Nick's uncle, Nick's rich uncle. Thank you for doing this, by the way. We show up. I've never been on a private plane. This is in Topeka. I kid you guys not, but there's no security. I mean, no security between the time that we got there and pulled up in my Camry to the time that we were in the sky in this airplane was two and a half minutes. Like literally they were in the plane waiting on us. They're yelling. You guys just pulled up on the tarmac. I swear. I swear. on everything. <laughs> Nick and Sean, hurry up. We throw our backpacks in. This is the craziest part. There's a couple of crazy parts. The dude who piloted us, the way he navigated us through the air was through, on an iPad. 
Not like something looking like that. I don't, know, I don't know about that. That Dog, seems, I that seems sure. a little sketch, yeah. bro. On an iPad. Seems, I mean, like, bro, you ain't got something something more official like that. It was like something so you, scary. You had to buy from an official. You can't just buy an iPad and what? I know. No. I know. Like, fine private's got to be awesome, and it's like so luxury and rich people. Yo, I will never, not like this, do it again. This was so scary. It felt like my Camry with wings. I remember. So the pilot made <laughs> everybody. Uh, um, what's the the drink called with the tomatoes people drink in the morning? Bloody Mary. Bloody Marys, <laughs> and he put them in everybody's seat. And, and the like, pilot made that. Yeah, and so they they knew their pilot. Ooh, that they're, sounds that they're sounds having, risky. The, well, he wasn't drinking. Like, the but pilot no, the pilot wasn't drinking. I'm talking about what he, what he put in the drink. So he, they're friends. They know this guy. It's a private, but they're rich people. So they give it to them. I'm like, I can't drink. Do you have a water or something? The guy navigates us through on the iPad, and then we finally get there. When our plane lands, we land in Chicago, and I kid you guys not, the pilot becomes our driver. The door opens. What? There's a car waiting for us. He gets out. The guy takes the car keys, gives him the, the keys to the like jet. Changes the he takes his pilot hat off. Yeah. So he's he, a driver, he a pilot, and a cocktail waitress. He took the pilot and did he like, change it to a suit? I <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I could say he didn't. And then like the pilot kicked it with us that weekend, came in the KU game and everything. All right. <laughs> That's Dude. the kind of money I wish I had. I'm not sure I want my cocktail waitress to be my pilot. <laughs> That's that's, that's the kind of money I want. Where like my my pilot can oh, just become my fine. driver. How the hell we get into that? Oh, this guy's in flown. Oh yeah, yeah, crazy. Text line's a little baffled by this too. By yeah. the way, yeah. Sorry about that. If you're just now tuning in and planning on hearing Chiefs coverage, it's like Chris probably can't drive a manual six speed car can either. You drive? No, I'm not driving. I don't need to drive a stick. I don't care what about driving. What is going sticks. on? Yeah, I don't care about now? learning how to drive a stick. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like a right. No, of passage. I'm too. I'm too lazy to operate a operate a stick shift. I can or learn because my dad, state. my dad, my dad and my brother know how to do it. But I don't care to learn a stick. Your shift. dad and your brother, and you don't. Yeah, I don't We're care. The name. My brother used to be a truck driver. My dad used to have a. He used to have like an old Ford Ranger, like back in the nineties. It was like a. It was like a black one of the one of the ones with oh, the short man. cab on it. Yeah. And he he used to play it, and he used to use the stick shift. And I was like, I don't ever want to do that. When I try. Don't knock it I don't ever want to sit there. I and, love driving. No, I'm good. I'm good on the stick shift, bro. Like in the ass in I mean, traffic. If that's, that's and that's my thing is like I don't want to because like you have to really pay attention unless you it's like second nature. You've been doing it forever. I don't want to do that. Like I'm just trying to chill and like become. Comfortable, comfortable on my drive. So no, well, you know, I don't care like about learning how to drive a stick shift. on the highway. All right, I'm good. All right, the, the, <laughs> back to Chiefs. The coverage. team that did jump on the airplane, the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> come to Arrowhead. Game take uh, kickoff at seven fifteen tonight. You got to kick off uh, the first playoff game today. Tampa hosts Philly. That's at noon. Then you got San Francisco at Dallas at three thirty, and then the one we're talking about the rest of the way. Pittsburgh at Kansas City at seven fifteen. We said heading into the break, guys. If there's something that the Chiefs have to do to win this game. What would it be? I don't think we need to take too much time on this one. Is our answer just make sure that they show up? I play their B game. Like they don't even need their A game for to, for tonight. They don't need their A. They don't need to be. It doesn't need to be. I almost hope they save points. A game. I mean, say, yeah. I mean, you got, you got Buffalo coming up next, and then maybe Joe Burrow. And I then mean, maybe I, I, save I will, that A game. I will say this: it. if they did show their A game tonight, I would be very pleased. But just just play your B game. That's all you need to do. Play your B game. Like if they go out there and they manage the clock well, they dominate T.O.P. and and they uh, take care of the football. Defense goes out there and don't doesn't allow Ben and the Steelers to hold the ball for like ten minute drives or whatever. And the Chiefs win. You know, like let's say they win like twenty four to to six. 
I think everybody here would be happy. Yeah, with that's that a cover. Outcome. I'd be thrilled. That's, that's more than a cover. And on top of that, <laughs> and, on, and on top of that, it would be a good like the offense, good showing, defense, great showing, and you feel pretty confident going in, you know, going into the Buffalo game next week. I think that right there, just your B game. Okay, just your. B you're game. happy with that. So the Chiefs win according to him if just they get their B game. Who the Chiefs win if what? I, I was going to say just show up, but I feel like that's a little disrespectful. Uh, I would say get off to a fast start. If they can get off to a fast start, right, kind of put their foot down to begin with, they can put it on cruise control. So uh, I'd say they they just need to get off to a good start. Okay, I'm going to kind of cheat and go and the Chiefs win and the Pittsburgh win at once here. The Chiefs win as long as Najee Harris doesn't go off slash Pittsburgh's only way of probably not even winning but hanging around in this game. What's going off, though? Well, he's had three different games where he's gone over a buck fifty, a buck seventy. If you want to talk about out of the backfield, also one of those type of games. Like if, if if the Chiefs allow a running back to average over five yards per carry, and Pittsburgh keeps feeding it to him, and he gets in the end zone a couple of times, that's when this gets scary. Because Chris, to me, that's the only path for an upset. It's really the only path of Pittsburgh to even hang around in this game. I, I yeah, because they would have to control time of possession yeah. if that happens, and, and their pass rush, I suppose, on the defensive yeah, side. But it's, I, it's more and, rushing. And I football. think the pass rush is going to be important to that. Like if the if the Steelers win this game, Pittsburgh tonight, wins if what? I, first off, act of God, you know, some sort of miracle. <laughs> sure. We know that, but like obviously, pass rush is going to have to be at the forefront of that. They're going to have to harass. Patrick Mahomes a lot. They're going to have to make him make him uncomfortable in the pocket and force him to make some mistakes. I think it's going to have to be at least a couple of turnovers there. They do have a good pass rush. Yeah, very, best best in the league. Best pass rush. So in the like they're going to need that pass rush to be on point if they're going to have a chance. Like if they cannot generate pressure on Patrick Mahomes, they will lose this game. Like no, and even if they can, it doesn't guarantee that they'll win. But that's like the the most important thing that they need, that they need to happen first if they have a chance to win. Second off, I agree with you, Najee Harris. Like Najee Harris got to be one fifty plus, maybe like even like five or six catches too for maybe like forty fifty yards and a, and maybe a two three touchdowns. But it's got to be a Najee Harris dominated football game. If you get your pass rush going and you get Najee going, like that's going to allow the Steelers to be able to control the football keep Mahomes off the field and just have a chance. That's not even guaranteeing you're going to win. No, that's how you hang around. That's how halftime comes around and you're yes. like and 10 to nine. Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to need your, you're going to need your pass rush to maybe force a couple turnovers. You know, maybe you get some calls from the referees going your way and that gives you a chance to win. But if the Steelers win this game tonight, it ain't going to be like in dominant fashion. Like it's going to be one of those games where it's close to the end. And then the Steelers just, happen to not make a mistake that the chiefs make and they just outlast the chiefs. That's the only way it's going to be like a, your football equivalent of winning by split decision. That's the best way that the Steelers are going to win. Pittsburgh wins Julio if what, if they do not have to rely and along the same lines, if they don't have to rely on Ben Roethlisberger, if, if, if they can keep it close, they can take possession of the ball and not have to rely on Ben throwing the ball more than 10 yards down the field. Can he? They have a shot. I mean, I think we all agree that Big Ben cannot play a a part of the outcome if the Steelers are going to win. If they have to come from behind and they have to play catch up ball, it's It's over. Well, based on the body of work, I mean, what we're saying is really not even opinion at this point. It's fact. Like, there hasn't really been a game this season that Ben Roethlisberger went out there, had 300 yards, three touchdowns. His team put up 30 points. Like, those things didn't happen this year. If... If he has like, I mean, he would have to put up gross numbers. But if he did, it would. If he put up big numbers in this game, 
I think it's most likely that they're getting blown out and the Chiefs are just playing like a prevent defense. I think that's the only way that 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 he puts up big numbers tonight is if the Chiefs are just like, eh, screw it, we're up by like 30. We're just going to drop every, you know, we're going to drop four guys back into deep coverage and then they're, they're just going to take, they're just going to give them all the underneath stuff to Deontay and Chase and Juju. Yeah, like, we that's know, the only it way. feels like we do kind of know what the game plan is, which is yeah. dink and dump and dive and, and run the football and try to get that pass rush going and time of possession and then you can hang around, but we'll see what happens. Kickoff at 7.15. Coming up next, we break it all down with nobody better in the business. One Jay Binkley joins the show right here on 610 Sports Radio. I don't know about you guys, but I love this Sunday night playoff game. You get a chance to kind of get lathered up. You had a couple of games yesterday. And then you got a kickoff coming up in about a half hour. That's Philly at Tampa Bay, then San Francisco at Dallas, and then Arrowhead becomes center stage for the NFL. Pittsburgh at Kansas City, 7-15. Looking forward to that one. We'll cover it from head to toe here all week and hopefully all the way till the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl with myself and Chris and Julio. And you know this guy's voice. He is none other than the host of Bink at Night. He is Jay Binkley. What up, Bink? How you living, man? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? Doing good, dude. Um, it feels to me that we're talking about Pittsburgh like they have absolutely no chance, and this would be Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson type of an upset, that if they somehow came in here and win, then the sky would be falling. Do you agree that essentially as long as the Chiefs show up today, they should handle their business against the Steelers? You know what? They should. I mean, there's no excuse for the Chiefs not to uh... – to dominate the Steelers, and I don't think that the term that you don't have to worry about saying dominate, yeah, of course it is the NFL where seven points is considered a blowout, but look at what they had last time, and I've seen a lot of people nationally, you know, that do pick, there's not many of them that do, but some do, and the justification is nothing. They don't have a justification for, oh, T.J. Watt. It's going to be a healthy T.J. Watt this game. He still played 55% of the snaps the last time he played. Yeah, I had the rib problem. But let's look at the Chiefs. That was their COVID game. No Nick Bolton. Lucas Niang was healthy at the time, but he was on the COVID list. Um, Travis Kelsey didn't play. He arguably was the greatest tight end of all time. Tyreek Hill came off the COVID list the day before. He was still feeling it. He only had two catches in the game. And DiCaprio Boodle from the practice squad led this team in tackles. Two undrafted free agents led this team in rushing. Three of the four top receivers were undrafted free agents. It's a different-looking Chiefs game. Team knew when they played the Steelers. They had a worse team, and they still beat the hell out of the Steelers. Uh, We were talking about this uh, earlier in the show. Like, Would it be disrespectful to say that the only way the Chiefs lose this game is if they, like, if they cost themselves this game rather than the Steelers go out there and just play better than them? Yeah, I, mean, I know Sean was talking about the Steelers scoring. You know, they haven't scored 30 a game. But, yeah, I mean, they'd have to shoot themselves in the foot. They'd have to turn into the Chiefs that you had early in the season. The team was 3-4. and four. And, yeah, anybody can beat anybody in the NFL. I mean, we've seen that. I mean, the Colts losing to the Jags. Or how about the Bills that looked so good last night? They only had a 13-10 lead the week before at home against the Jets until eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Anything can happen. So it would have to be turnovers, like pick six. Like the defense would have to score for Pittsburgh for, I believe, the Steelers to beat the Chiefs. 
How much is their biggest problem their quarterback? Like in the past, you could say the reason they won Super Bowls was because of Big Ben, certainly a first ballot Hall of Famer. But at this point, is he their Achilles heel? Yeah, he is. He really is. And look at all the times he's throwing the football. He's been part of those, you know, he's chucking the ball over 40 yards, 40 times a game and getting low yardage. And he hasn't guided this team to points on the board. I mean, it's been bad for this team trying to score. They're 29th in the NFL running the football. They thought they had this problem solved by drafting Najee Harris. He's less than four yards to carry this year. They can't stop anybody on the run. They're 32nd in the NFL at stopping the run, so dead last in that category. I do like Juju coming back for him, though, because I like him and Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. I mean, they have three really good wide receivers that you put up there against anybody in the NFL as far as a trio, but just getting the ball is the problem. And with Ben, with certain retirement looming, maybe even as soon as tonight where he's taking off, when he's in the pocket, he's not going to scramble, man. He's going down. He's not like Tom Brady. Like, you get back there with, like, luxurious need on a nickel blitz, and you touch, man, he's going down. He's not going to fight out of that sack like in the homes or Josh Allen or anybody like that and get out of the pocket and throw it downfield. He's going straight down, and I think that bodes well for the Chiefs' pass rush. So, Typically, whenever we see the Chiefs offense have some sort of struggles, especially in like the playoffs, it's typically against a team that can generate a great pass rush with just four guys. Right now, the Steelers have the best pass rush in the NFL, uh, number one in the league in sacks, I think with 55. Uh, do you think we're not giving their pass rush enough credit as we're prognosticating this matchup with the Chiefs offense? Yeah, he deserves some, Chris, for sure. I mean, yeah, you're right. 55 sacks on a year, number one. In the NFL, they don't blitz a ton. Uh, their blitz and pressure rate a little bit different. Chiefs are actually higher in some of those categories than the Steelers. The Bills, that they might see the next round, blitz a little bit more than the Steelers. The pass rush, especially with Cameron Hayward, it's not just T.J. Watt. It's part of him, but, yeah, they're going to be tested. The good news is with Orlando Brown back, I, I was pleased the way the Chiefs offensive line did against the Bengals because that was the seventh-best pass rushing team. And Trey Hendrickson had 14 sacks when I played them. And then when Brown goes out, Niang goes out. They held the Bengals to no sacks. But, again, different animal. T.J. Watt has five forced fumbles this year. Um, the guy gets to the quarterback. He makes things happen. He strips it. If you're not paying attention, T.J. Watt will come strip the football. They know that that's their key to beating the Kansas City Chiefs. It's causing those turnovers. Yeah, but I'm with you, Chris. Uh, the pass rush should deserve some respect. Unlike the last couple of years, the Chiefs had to buy in the first round so they didn't have to play, which obviously makes the path a little bit more difficult. Binkley, if I gave you a free million bucks of Uno Cero's money, would you put I wish I had a million dollars to give away. Would you put that fake Monopoly money on the Chiefs or the field to get back to the Super Bowl? You can get everybody else you can take Kansas City just to get back to the Super Bowl. Who are you taking? Oh, man, that's a great question, Sean Levine. That's a great question. And one, uh, one that I started to play when it was Tiger Woods in the field, well, you know what? I can't do it, man. I don't. I don't feel like the Chiefs are Tiger Woods at this point. I think they're very good. I'd say they're they're definitely Super Bowl contenders. I did not see this coming. He's about to take the field. What? He's about to take the field. I got to take the field for three million dollars. What? Three million bucks. I got to take the field. What? I get all those teams. Who 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 is it? Now we got to break it down though, because we've been talking about Pittsburgh's kind of a joke. The Raiders just backed in because they added extra playoff teams. 
I think Tennessee's good, but as far as one seeds go, they don't scare me. Joe Burrow feels like he's the next best thing, but not right now. And Buffalo, I still want to see it. Like, I get it, man. Potentially, it could be Pittsburgh tonight, and then they could have to face Josh Allen and then Joe Burrow. That sounds like a hell of a difficult path. But, bro, I think I'm still taking the Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes, don't they? Yeah, I would definitely go to the Chiefs, too. I'm not $3 million worth of going Chiefs, Sean, to, be, uh, to be honest with you. But, yeah, they stand just as good a chance as anybody. And really, when you look at the AFC and all these playoff teams, like we looked at everybody at some point this year and said, that's the team to beat. Like Tennessee got that notion of team to beat once they beat Buffalo and the Chiefs. New England, Buffalo, Tennessee, England, Kansas City, Indy for a second yeah. there. I don't know about Indy, but yeah, I did. All those no, other teams, I did. But Raiders didn't. But Baltimore did. They're not even the playoffs. Baltimore too. Baltimore, yeah. yeah. Yeah, earlier this season. But there's been so many teams with that team to beat. I'm going to go with the Chiefs that have gone with the experience going to the Super Bowl the last two times as the team to beat because they've got the weapons, they've got the coaching staff, they've got the quarterback to do it. Yeah, you might face a formidable hot Josh Allen in the playoffs, but I want to know what Buffalo is. Like, if Buffalo plays like last night, it's going to be tough for anybody to beat them. Although I think the Patriots played dead last night in the cold. But I'll say this. Which Bills team are getting? Again, I brought up they, they, beat, they were beating the Jets 13-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter and eight minutes left last week. They lost to the Jags this year. Like, which Buffalo team? They were hammered at home by the Steelers. And that does concern me because three of the, three of the Chiefs' losses are victories of the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. So that part does concern me that they've beaten the Ravens a couple times. They've beaten the Bills, um, and they've been able to do things like that. But, yeah, I'm sitting here looking with these teams. I like Joe Burrow and everything, too. But, again, I have to go with the Chiefs and the experience, especially if the game's at home. I think that makes such a difference. They're only giving it 8.8 points a game in the last five. Huge difference playing zero head. So, obviously, if the Chiefs win, they play the Buffalo Bills next week at home at Arrowhead. Um is that going to be the toughest matchup for the Chiefs in a hypothetical Super Bowl run? Like, let's say they win their way to the Super Bowl and they win it. Would that? Do you think that Buffalo game would be the toughest matchup for them just because you got Josh Allen and the, the Bills coming in hot and certainly in the conference, that's probably your biggest competition uh, for, from a talent standpoint? Do you think that would be their toughest game on their postseason schedule? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have to go with the quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen outside of Mahomes, in my opinion, still the next best quarterback in the AFC. I do like Burrow. I think he's on the right path. I like him better than Herbert. I like Josh Allen, though, as far as these playoffs are concerned. I like him better than Tannehill. And I know I'm saying this after the Tennessee Titans absolutely thump the Kansas City Chiefs at home. But, again, what will Derrick Henry's status be? It looks like, you know, he's probably going to be coming back. But how viable will Derrick Henry be? You know, we still don't know yet. You know, how good he's going to be once the postseason starts after having the, the foot surgery and being out all that time. But again, they just find ways to win. Tannehill, that play action, that's what hurt the Chiefs the last time, eight of nine on play action. I think the Chiefs find a way to reel the Titans in like they did in 2019 because they lost to the Texans, they lost to the Titans in the regular season, found a way to overcome double digit uh, deficits against both those teams in the playoffs. But yes. Uh, Buffalo is the second best team. Who do you think wins that game, just out of curiosity, since we know that it's going to be Cincinnati in Nashville facing the Titans? Who do you got in that one? You know what? I'll go to the Bengals on the road, man. There's something about that team I like. Jamar Chase, and the way he's playing, and I know T. Higgins didn't do much yesterday, but that trio of him and Boyd and, and Jamar Chase, what a, what a trio. And there's something about Burrow that I just really like, the intangible. 
But I would go with Cincinnati Bengals on the road in that game. Uh, last question here, talking to Jay Binkley, uh, host of Big at Night and sometimes Bink Sunday. Um, do you uh, – we've been talking a lot about, you know, all these other quarterbacks that, you know, Joe Burrows and and uh, and Josh Allen's in the AFC. Are we disrespecting Ryan Tannehill by putting him – I mean, obviously he's better than, than Ben Roethlisberger is right now. But, like, you know, should the Chiefs win tonight, the number one seed would have, you know – perception-wise, the worst quarterback remaining in the in the conference. Like, Do you think that's any shade on Ryan Tannehill, or is that just kind of the, the fact of the matter? It's just the fact of the matter. And I, I, I've, you know, I'm not going to sit here and change just because they ended up at the one seed. The Chiefs put themselves in a lot of trouble. They were out, able to outrun the trouble and eventually caught up with them. With the Titans getting a tiebreaker. But, no, they're, they're, they need Derrick Henry. And that would be Anthony Foreman and Hilliard have done a nice job in his absence. He's been gone. But right, Tannehill can only get you so far. I look at Tannehill a lot like I did Alex Smith. I mean, their numbers are so, so, so good. Like, he could be a good team, get a good seed, but can he win a Super Bowl and go to it? I don't think so. And it's weird to say that I think in the playoffs right now, the weakest quarterback has the number one seed. And uh, I've said all year, we'll see what goes. I think Derrick Henry is the most valuable non-quarterback in the NFL. So, yeah, I can't put too much on Tannehill because I think Derrick Henry – is the real reason that team's a great team. Thanks for your time, Bank. Love you, brother. We'll be listening to you. Appreciate you. All right, guys. You take care. There's not really, you can't really argue. I mean, the question that you asked made sense, but so we're take, we're saying the Chiefs win, right? So you got yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, yeah. Josh Allen, dude, some Ryan Tano. Some That's people, answer for which people, one of these dude, doesn't some, belong. I mean, think about it, man. They're the one seed, and I believe me, because we've seen it over the years, someone's going to try to make a case for the Titans. Bro. Oh, yeah. We, we got a lot of Alex Smith texts over the years. Some, dude, somebody will. Somebody will try to make a case. We, we saw, I mean, I don't know how many times. Y'all know I was the president of the Alex Smith Haters Club, and so somebody going to try to make a case. I'm sure they will, don't be wrong. That's Julio. That's Chris. I'm the sports machine. Coming up next, we'll put a bow on this bad boy, and we'll give you our official predictions for Chiefs and Steelers tonight, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Final segment, well, at least for us this morning here on 610 Sports Radio, Julio, Chris, and the Sports Machine. Uh, before we give our official predictions and throw some numbers out there, were you serious when you said that you got a 12% in algebra? Was that on a test or was that in the class? Test. A 12%? 12. First test. I don't think that there's any subject at any level, and I'm being dead honest with you, that I couldn't get a 12% on right now. Oh, dude. And I'm an idiot. I've done a lot of stuff in my brain I shouldn't. A 12%? 12% first test. multiple choice? Yeah, there's some multiple choice. Oh, that makes it worse. But, like, we still had to, (laughs) like, it so much worse. It was, there were some multiple choices. Some of it was, like, you got to show your work. Dude, I didn't, I stopped learning math after geometry. A, B, C, or D, and this dude put a check mark outside the circle. (laughs) Like, it was just, I I mean, it it went down the road. I had a 20, I had a 25% chance of getting those multiple question choice. And you got it. Multiple choice questions, right? And I I didn't, I didn't do too well. I was terrible. Dude, I'm terrible at algebra. Once they started putting I mean, letters and stuff, I was terrible. No, we found that out because 
because I admitted to failing twice and then cheating, and then you were like, Julio, I never passed. Then Chris like, I got a 12. Yeah, I got a 12. <laughs> I mean, wow. Talk about a one no, Julio, Julio had, he, he, he had to do it four times. Yeah, I just got a 12, and I was like, yeah, just, I just walked Please in, and I was guys. like, just give me my W, and I'm going to get out of this class. Do you guys know what PEMDAS is? Yes. Yes. You do? Of yes. course. What is it? Tell me. Order of operations. Yes. What is it? Say parentheses, I know it's order. exclamation point, multiply, divide, oh. add, subtract. What, what I didn't think you had any of My bad. I what? really didn't. My fault. All you right. didn't know what PEMDAS was? No, I knew what Did it was. Did you think it was like a medicine of some sort? Well, no, I've taken PEMDAS in the past. Yeah, yeah. you take a couple of pills yeah. and make you the headache go right take away. Take that when your tummy hurt. I didn't remember what the P-E-M-D-A-S stood for. Did you? So you asked the question, but you didn't know the answer. So I you could have said, made it no, up. No, maybe he like really needs it's to answer this question. Because you know how there's always like a Facebook post with like that uses PEMDAS. And so maybe he's trying to solve that on Facebook. So he needs our help with PEMDAS. Which, I guarantee you. I don't know why you would ask right us. Now know what PEMDAS is, but until you gave them the exact what everything stood for, couldn't have done it themselves. No? Yes? All right, let's get into our I, official I predictions. Where discuss what PEMDAS We shouldn't talk numbers. We suck. Right? Clearly, this is like the, I mean, this is the worst math lineup you could put together for six to For sure. Uh, by the, the way, worst. coming up next, much better at math and probably speaking, if we're being honest, you got uh, Nick Schwert and Dusty and my guy Grant on the buttons. Before we get out of here, Julio, official prediction for today's game. I feel like we've been spending the better part of two hours and 53 minutes talking about how much the Steelers suck and the Chiefs have become borderline invincible. And then we eventually realized that Buffalo's coming up next and scared us off a little bit. Official prediction for tonight's game, Kansas City versus Pittsburgh at the crib. All right, we're going full score. I'll go uh, I'll go 34-22. 34-22. That's generous. It's a hell of a weird score, too. Chris, yeah, it I mean, it's, it's a Steelers, so like they're, you know, they're prone to kick a lot of field goals. I will go 38-16. I do not. I mean, I think I think the Steelers will kick a lot of field goals in this game. They'll attempt a lot of field goals. I just don't. I don't really. I think this is going to be a game where like the Chiefs get ahead pretty quickly. Like I can see like seventeen nothing, and once you get like seventeen nothing against a team like the Steelers over. without a quarterback is over. Yeah. And I think at that point the Chiefs will just play. And I think the Chiefs will play ball control all throughout the playoffs. Like I don't think the Chiefs are going to be like let's just throw the ball down the field the whole time because teams aren't going to let them. So they're going to play ball control. They're going to throw a lot to like Daryl, you know, should Daryl be healthy or Darwin or Jarek or whoever the hell they put back there. Um, you know, maybe next week when Clyde, you know, should they play next week? Clyde's there. He could, he can get some touches as well, but they'll throw it. They'll throw it short a lot. I, I'm sure that Byron Pringle and Nicole Hardman, they're going to be guys that they're going to be counting on to, to go out there and make plays. Cause the Steelers did a good job against Tyreek Hill. The last time they played him, yeah, they did. he had like two catches, I think. So uh, I, I think that what's going to happen is they're going to just dink and dunk their way through the game. They'll try to ball control. And I think we'll see some mistakes from the, the Steelers. I think we'll see uh, maybe a fumble or two from big Ben, a pick or two from big Ben. And I, I think the defense will have a great game. And I think the Steelers will, they'll, they'll, they'll get some drives where they like, look like they might be able to get it into, get it into score, but it, it just won't happen. And the chiefs defense is going to be a big part of that, but the offense is going to force the Steelers to have to throw the football and it's not going to end well for them. So I'm with 38, 16. I think it's going to be a blowout as well. I'll go with, I like your number of 38. I think the Pittsburgh only gets to like 13. 
You guys have convinced me that Ben Roethlisberger's old and sucks and probably should retire. I mean, you, at you probably, you probably thought end. that before we got, came on well, the air. I didn't think that he was going to go out there and you know carve up the Chiefs, but I also had to take a deep dive and realize that he's got one game with three touchdown passes. He's only got twenty-two touchdown passes on the whole season. He's got eleven interceptions. He's not mobile at all, and he's talking about retiring. Like it just kind of feels like this is it. The only question is, does he retire right then and there officially? You know, in the locker room post game and what's say that's your, it. What's your me. score? Oh yeah, I was supposed to give you a score. Um. What do we say? 38-13, which would, by the way, be a cover. The Chiefs are 13. It's going up a little bit. 13.5-point favorites right well, now. That's a, well, I think we all are betting them to go. What did what, 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 you say your score was? Something weird. <laughs> so they're not covering on Julio's thing, but they're covering on, on ours. That's fine. Somebody, did you say explanation point on Pim Doss instead of uh, exponents? Why are we? Why are we oh, we, so we didn't get it right, did we? He said exclamation point. You don't, point. Know, what you don't even know what it stood People for. Came you don't know Pim Doss. Our Chiefs predictions. He said exclamation point. Not math You were Pim dumbass, Pim Doss. What? Oh, God. What a way to, what a way to begin. What a way to end the show. Point. That's it. We're ending on that. Neither of you corrected I was bad me. At Neither of you corrected me. So you're just as I big admitted big. not knowing. You, I, you didn't know at all. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I wasn't listening. See, what you see he wasn't listening. I didn't dumb. know. You're a dumbass. Saying I don't know is a perfectly acceptable answer. <laughs> I was too answer, busy watching the, the Cornhole Championship on ESPN2 yeah, He's doing here. something else completely. I'm telling you, man. One time, Steven Serta asked me who was on Mount Rushmore. And I answered the first answer that I gave him. Yeah, I remember this. Was Benjamin Franklin? You said Benjamin Franklin. So we all <laughs> make mistakes roasted, at times, and I got roasted, and I was line. wrong. You're wrong. Oh, Deal man, with I it. I got five that. and six right. Deal with it. Well, I got three out of the four other presidents right. Nobody cared. I said Benjamin Franklin was on Mount Rushmore. I mean, Rushmore. that is an easier question to answer. Easier, yes. Like. Benjamin Franklin was never a president. Why would, you think he was difficult. Why would you think he was on? What does PEMDAS stand for? Who are the heads on Mount Rushmore? I can understand it's an if, equally difficult question. I can understand if you Damn didn't it. get Roosevelt, but you got to You can't say Benjamin Franklin I on did. Mount Rushmore. Before I said any presidents, I said Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin, first pick, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. And the number one pick, Benjamin Franklin. Thank you to Julio Sanchez, my guy Chris Unocero. I'm the Sports Machine coming up next. You got Grant on the buttons. Dusty and Nick take over the mic. Talking Chiefs. It's a playoff Sunday here in Kansas City right here on 610 Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.